0: Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. The culture plays the doja. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer. Extra, extra. Read the poster. The KKP is taking over. Sleeping on me, better smell the folders. I've been racing shop since the Motorola. Off a O, like the cover of Oprah. Popping bottles, feet all in the sofa. It's a celebration. Though the times is hard. It's raining blessings. Give it up to God. Chaotic culture. The greatest part We can't the pro. The one in charge. But it's a celebration. Times is hard. It's raining blessings. Give it up to God. Chaotic culture. The greatest part We can't the pro. The one in charge. We're living in we living in a chaotic culture. We yeah. living in a Well, I didn't plan on recording an episode, but here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the chaotic culture podcast. The popular chaos rules and black culture is supreme. Happy Juneteenth, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you enjoyed your uh, holiday. And with that, I... Man, it's been... I'm trying to put this in words because right now I'm a little agitated, and I really hate the fact that I record episodes when I'm agitated, but I I think it's, I think it's worth it anyway. Um, Let me take a deep breath. Let me get my thoughts together. First and foremost, it's your boy, Cad the Pro, aka the Calculator Millennial, aka the Encore presentation, Encore, do you want more? a.k.a. your favorite toxic adjacent king, CAD the Poet, CAD the Closer, the A43 is me, but VA is where I stay, always chaotic, never toxic, most days, back again, once again, with your favorite black culture highlights and black culture shenanigans. I'm recording a solo episode here on Juneteenth, and I actually plan to drop it same day, so be on the lookout for this episode, it is coming to you as soon as I get finished recording. And I'm not even dropping this on the Patreon early or anything like that. I'm dropping it to all platforms as a surprise drop. So, surprise! But, in any case, I am coming to you guys, you know, of course, to talk about, talk a little bit about Juneteenth. But, also to kind of get some emotions out of the way, if that makes any sense. So, Uh, First off, gotta do my mental health check here. I am, I'm okay. You know, I had a really good weekend with my frat brothers. Yo, to the good news. I am just a little agitated because my job, once again, put me in a position where I cannot miss work. And my friend is getting married this upcoming Friday. In New Orleans, I really wanted to go. I had plans to go, you know. And they tell us to put in these days ahead of time early, but see, my supervisor put his in like three months in advance, and I only did mine like two two months in advance. So of course, he's got priority. Now it's only the two of us, not including the service agents, and I begged. And I pleaded for management to hire a third person. And I've been doing that for months. However, that has not happened yet. It's literally just been us two running the branch. So, naturally, I'm the odd man out. Yet again. This is not the first time my job has done this. And it's been more times than I can count. Or that I would like to count. So right now, I'm just extremely, extremely agitated. I could go into more detail, but I'm actually not going to because again, (coughs) excuse me, I'm not going to uh, put my business out there like that for real, for real. Just know that when it comes to care, when it comes to work-life balance, I'm finding it very, very difficult these last couple of years to be honest but in any case we're here life goes on no one's gonna you know feel sorry for me no one's gonna pity me or anything like that I just have to keep going I gotta keep a roof over my head I gotta keep food on my table can't afford to not work unfortunately and of course It's a sad state of affairs that we live in a world like that, but I literally can't not afford to work. Shoot, the way that my bills are looking, I can barely afford to keep going, man. This is this has really been ridiculous. And I'm just really afraid of what's going to happen in July, because if the Supreme Court doesn't hold up, you know, Biden's executive order, then student loans are gonna really really hit me hard as well so that's another bill i gotta worry about and at my current pay i just can't do it i I really just can't what a way to bring in juneteenth man i should be celebrating the history of my people should be celebrating and talking about how the last group of slaves Didn't find out until that they were free until this day, 1865, when Union soldiers had to come to Galveston, Texas to tell them that they were freed. And that the slave masters knew this, but still tried to hide it from the enslaved people. It's so incredibly ridiculous. It is so crazy just learning about the history of this holiday. And shout out to the people of Texas who've been recognizing this day for quite some time and have and whether they have made it, you know, uh what's the word that I'm looking for? Whether they decided to gatekeep it or not, let's just keep it a buck. I'm just very excited and happy that black people can actually partake in Juneteenth celebrations and they are able to learn more about the history of this day. And I am thoroughly, 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 thoroughly excited for the many opportunities that will come from this. The fact that whether you consider it performative or not, you know, President Biden did make this a federal holiday. So If it becomes to the point where this gets made into a national holiday and folk really don't have to work on this day, then yes, I know it may get the MLK treatment, but I'm still glad to know that we have a day that we can actually celebrate the history of African people being officially, officially free it's just such a crazy 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 story to look into if you haven't read on it there was an article that i read about one of the last plantations in texas and what they did was of course they had interviewed the daughter of one of the slaves because i mean she was a slave too herself but they interviewed her and how her mom had found out because they were hiding in the kitchen cupboard and they heard their master say like hey the slaves are free but we're not gonna tell them that we're gonna try to get one more crop out of them and that is wild to hear that but thankfully they broke the news to their you know their compatriots the other the other enslaved people and let them know that they were free and the slave said we're not working no more So, kudos to them for that story. I'm not going to say the site that I read it on, but still, I'm glad that I actually read that story. Very heartwarming and uh, very, very inspiring. What I really hope is that people truly, truly understand that the history of our country is not supposed to be all stars and rainbows I'm I truly hope that my people well not my people, I truly hope that other people recognize that there's a lot of sins that this country has done and is still doing for to black folk. It's it's just wild to see that as far as being, you know, no longer a part of uh The Transatlantic slave struggle because that's all done And the fact that you know Slavery is quote unquote Illegal Yet There are still loopholes That keep my people Enslaved in different ways For one Yes the wage gap Between Black people and Their white counterparts has shrunk But it's still wide (coughs) <coughs> goodness i gotta get this cough checked out this is this has been too long but still the the what the wage gap between white folk and black folk has shrunk and it shrunk for the first time since the 1950s which is good to hear but it's still still very far off and one tweet that i saw that really irked me was that uh uh, of course this happened to be a trump supporter after i went and saw their profile but this same trump supporter decided to go on and say that it's not what you think and things like that for one this trump supporter said that uh, it was republicans who freed the slaves, and i every single time that someone says that i ask them tell me who aligns with the republican party now yes we are aware that in 1865 it was a lot different But who aligns with the Republican Party right now? The same people who would have black people hung up in trees or cut up in somebody's backyard. They align with the GOP now, not with the Democrats. Now, this is not me saying that you should pick, you know, GOP or Democrat. I am in no way saying that you should do that and. Neither the Democratic Party or the Republican Party is paying me to sponsor them or things like that. I'm not here to advocate for either party. I'm just saying that in today's modern age, the GOP have constituents that align with people who would rather have me dead than see me talking to uh their white counterparts much less look them in the eye it's mind-boggling really truly it is but you know people don't use the uh, i want to call it cognitive dissonance but and truth be told it's just a lot of people i don't know a lot of these people try to give us base facts without really really digging deep into the history and why you know, things happen the way they do now. It's like Google is your friend. Google is your friend. Look up the Southern strategy. Look at the party realignments. Now, here's the thing. Republicans have always been uh, the party of big business. So it really just depends. When big business aligned with having larger government and being for the poor man, that's who the Republicans aligned themselves with. So then when the big businesses decided that they were more so involved or the, they more so favored smaller government and only cared about those at the top, that's who the Republicans aligned themselves with. And it turns out those people who were at the top had racist values. So we can get into the history of when a lot of the uh Southern Democrats and Dixiecrats switched over to the GOP, especially during Nixon's Southern strategy. We can get into the discourse of that, but that might be for another episode for another time. What's really, really, really important now is that there is equity amongst all people. Not just equality. I'm talking equity. I saw another post or another tweet that said that they don't want us to get the wrong idea that we don't have the resources available. Black folk have more opportunities now than they ever had before. Well, let's get one thing clear. Just because there are more opportunities for black people doesn't mean that black people have the resources to those same opportunities. Let's be real. There are still predominantly black schools that get less funding than their white counterparts. Let's look at Charleston County. And I'm speaking to this because I'm from South Carolina. So let's look at Charleston County. There are schools or predominantly black schools that are being closed down. And those students have to go to Wando. Wando is, excuse me, Wando is the biggest and richest school in Charleston County. Wando is in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. If you've ever been to Mount Pleasant, you'll, you'll see what we mean. Mount Pleasant is the third largest city people-wise or fourth largest city people-wise You tell me, like, if you've ever seen Mount Pleasant, if you've ever seen Daniel Island, if you've ever been to Isle of Palms, if you've ever been to Sullivan's Island, that all all encompasses the Mount Pleasant area. If you've you've ever been to that area, you'll see what we're talking about. There are still plantations out there that have not been touched. Since the, of course, I mean, they've been renovated and things like that, but I'm just saying they haven't been turned to neighborhoods. They're still technically plantations. And... Trust me, it's an eerie feeling going out to a plantation over there. But still, these schools are getting shut down and these students have to transfer to the big white school. No matter the fact, disregard the fact that these students are not in Wando's area. They have to bus long, longer uh, trips to get to Wando. Which means that the black parent may have to come out of their pocket to either drive them there. And spend more money on gas. And on top of that, it's a longer commute. So that means that that child is not getting home at a decent hour to do their work. And it just puts them out into the open to where now they have to struggle to get all of their supplies from the school and get the resources needed. They can't just stay after school after hours like a lot of the students who live around Wando can because they got to find a way to get home at a decent hour so they can maybe do their homework. But just imagine that scenario that just creates such a hectic scenario. And it really. It really just highlights the. It really highlights the white privilege in a nutshell because those white students around the area and even some of the black students around the area don't have to necessarily worry about having that long commute or having uh, to find a way home or having to spend too much on gas to get from one part of Mount Pleasant or the one part of Charleston all the way to Mount Pleasant. So because their school didn't close down, they were in the area. So it's a lot easier for them. Meanwhile, parents who might live 30 miles away. Now have to find a way to get their student to school and get to work. Let's not even get into the discourse about the job differences or the pay differences. We already talked about the wage gap is still shrinking, but the wage gap is still very large. So imagine me, as a parent, making twenty twenty-five dollars an hour, having to find a way to increase my gas budget to get my child back and forth from home to school, whereas that parent that might be salaried and be making $200,000, $300,000 a year, and their child can walk from the house to the school, and I don't have to spend the money on gas. You see how crazy that sounds? In any case, that is just an an example of, yeah, the opportunity is there, but the resources to get to that opportunity aren't the same. Black folk literally, and I mean literally, have to work twice as hard just to get half of what our white counterparts have. And it might be less than that now. It may be more, depending on where you live, but it's still just mind-boggling to see that we still live in a time where systemic racism still lives within our system. And it really, really has a stranglehold. And it's not just within corporations. It's in public transportation. It lives on in our political system. Let's talk about gerrymandering. Let's talk about redlining. Let's talk about gentrification. Let's talk about all the things that white people are doing to make sure that black folk cannot thrive comfortably. Now, maybe you and your family might have found a way to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. By all means. But I believe Dr. King once said, it is a sick joke to get, you know, to tell a bootless man to pull himself up by his bootstraps, or that might be the, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, I'm actually going to, uh, look that quote up, so that way I can actually say it for real, for real, because, yeah, so, It's all right to tell a man to lift himself by his own bootstraps, but it is a cruel jest to say to a bootless man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. So it's okay if you've got the resources and you got to, you know, man up and do it. But if the resources aren't available. To that person, then what then what? How is that person going to be able to get the resources without us actually helping them? The opposition wants to say, oh, just figure it out. Well, tell me if that person figures it out, but then keeps running into roadblocks that keep them from accessing those resources. You tell that black person to vote and then change their districts. Shoot. You tell that new convict or that freshly released convict, hey, your record's been expunged, you can vote now. But then you have all these balances that you've got to pay before you can vote. It's almost like a poll tax. Hmm. Looking at you, Alabama, looking at you, Florida. And then you have the nerve to want to get rid of diversity, equity and inclusion. You see how crazy some of these politicians sound? Do you do you hear how crazy that sounds? Why would you want to go and attack diversity, equity, and inclusion? What purpose is that other than to uplift and to invigorate those extremist right-wingers who want nothing more than to make sure that Black people, other people of color, and those who are in the LGBTQ plus community have nothing or very little. What purpose does that serve? By getting rid of diversity, equity, and inclusion in colleges, you're pretty much erasing a staple to make sure that everybody gets the same equal, fair treatment and equitable treatment. Now you're opening the door for people to come in and be like, to, to act the way that they want to. There is no reason why people like Governor DeSantis or DeSatan want to just come in and take this away from all the colleges without some political purpose. There's there's really no reason. Why would you even bother that? Why would you even drive a wedge? But we all know that he has this thing with culture wars. Wanted to get rid of... Uh, CRT when CRT doesn't even exist in schools but their version of CRT means getting rid of anything that teaches you about the true history of this country and that includes the bad parts they say oh well we don't want y'all making our kids feel guilty for something that their that maybe their ancestors did or did not do it's like it's not about making them feel guilty those who did that they're assholes we get that but Teaching children the history, the true history of this country is not making them feel bad. It's just making them aware so that way history does not repeat itself. But the way that some of these people are moving today, it sounds like they want to go backwards. Instead of living in 2023, let's go back to 1950. Let's go back to a time where these Confederate memorials did not exist, but we put them up there to show where we stand. We stand On the side of no integration, separate but equal, which really isn't separate but equal, raising up the Confederate flag, memorializing these Confederate generals who were traitors to the country, and embracing the ideals of quote-unquote conservatism, which really truly is white supremacy, and so on and so forth. You see why? You see why we have to continue this fight? It is just so crazy that we have people out there that want to reverse certain policies to put minorities back at a disadvantage. We were already at a disadvantage to start. Why do you want to make it even more so? I know the answer to that question. It's just still crazy that we live in that time. People think and people will have you think that the civil rights movement was so long ago. My parents were in the civil rights movement. Both of my parents are. Well, my dad is in his 70s. My mom is approaching it. They were there. They were literal kids and teens growing up in that. My mom was one of the first people to integrate Dreher High School in Columbia, South Carolina before it became majority black. Seriously. My dad, though he still could not, for some reason, integrate South Florence High School and went to Wilson. Still. was one of the first black engineers in his regiment. People hated how smart he was and people hated the work that he did. They were envious that they see a black man out here succeeding. It's really crazy that people will truly hate you (coughs) and want the worst for you because of the color of your skin. Because of your national origin. Because of your ethnicity. And then they will try to find. All different types of gaslighting. And will uh, try. All different types of. Fear mongering. Just because you're a little different. Shout out to my folks. Who are in the LGBTQ plus community. Because the fear mongering. Has only gotten worse. And it seems that. They will try to paint y'all. As everything from. Child molesters. And groomers just because you love differently or you feel differently. Especially to my black LGBT plus community. Man, the struggles that y'all have to go through is, is absolutely crazy. Because now you've got people hating you for more than one reason. And don't let you be a woman or a um, femme identifying oh man I'm trying to find the right words because there are still so many struggles that we have to fix there are still so many disadvantages that we have to overcome it seems like the obstacles are never ending To be young, gifted, and black. <laughs> Nina Simone, man, Nina Simone. I wonder if you really, truly knew what those words mean to this day. It is always seems to be in a, I, as a black person, and I know I'm kind of rambling right now, but as a black person, it is really crazy how. I believe Langston Hughes Had said this About being in a state of rage Consistently It was either him or James Baldwin I want to be sure that Okay yeah it was James Baldwin To be a negro in this country And to be relatively conscious Is to be in a rage Almost all the time so using the original term woke and not the bastardized term that these extremist white wingers have used against us now as code for the n-word or code for being racist but to be black and to be conscious of what's going on means that you are always angry and always in a state of rage and it is just It is really, really difficult to always be in that state all the time. But this is why we need to continue to go out into our communities and make a difference. Get out into these local elections and vote. Make people aware of what's going on. In Virginia, at least in my area, we know that the uh, state House of Delegates and state senators are going up and you know there it's time for us to vote again in these primaries and in this uh, state elections it's coming up again what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of the lines have been redrawn now part of that was to make it so that it was even across the board but a lot of black folks still may not know that because it was done by a third party obviously to make sure that it was less gerrymandering but still I hope that people will get the opportunity to look into where their region is and where their district is so that way they know who they're voting for and what they're voting for. So I hope Virginia does the right thing and they do not give power to our current governor because our current governor right now is as dumb as a brick and he fooled y'all into thinking that he was some moderate Republican when truth be told, that man is as dumb Trumpkin as Trumpkin can get. And yes, I know the li- uh, the literary device that I use there because his last name happens to be Youngkin. So, <laughs> in any case, still, it's our job as black folk to make sure that we're educating our youth and educating the people in our community as to what's going on. It's our job to make sure that we get involved in our communities and to be sure that the next generation has the resources that it needs in order to survive and thrive. Because no one else is going to do it for us. And I wish people would get off the case of the federal government and expect them to do something and then get mad when nothing happens. Stop depending on the federal government, man. The federal government can only do but so much for you and your personal household. They can make things easier and try, but if you're expecting all these big sweeping changes for the black community from the federal government boy, I got a house to sell you, and let me tell you, I am not a real estate agent, so I pray that you get the opportunity to use the resources that you do have. If you don't have the resources available, find some. try to find someone who does, or you can always contact me, And we can go and look for some resources for you so that way you can find ways to build your community, better your community, and also be involved in your community. And then if you're doing some personal struggles, like maybe, you know, you're trying to look for some decent work. I've got plenty of frat brothers and plenty of other brothers and sisters out in the community who are willing to help. Because they know. The, the black struggle. So. As far as Juneteenth is concerned itself. I hope that everybody gets the opportunity to really learn what this holiday is about. And that they give props where it's due as far as the people in Galveston, Texas, because they celebrated this first. And without them and without others who had championed Juneteenth, it may not have gotten as far as it did. And we can get into a whole argument about gatekeeping and leaving it for black folk and things like that. But let's be honest, we also, as black folk, want to be recognized more and we want our history to be recognized more as well as our culture. And this is one way to do it. It is what it is. We want to be sure that people will know the history of our people. Because it is a very, very ugly history. Black folk who were enslaved had to survive work without pay, had to survive lynchings, had to survive being raped. Had to survive brutal beatings, had to survive the lack of education, and just had to survive being treated like less than a human being or three-fifths of a human being if we want to get really technical. And there are people out there that want to erase that history and want to whitewash that history. As if to say we were indentured servants or that they rescued us from Africa and that we willingly came to this country. Excuse my language, but no the hell we did not. And I almost used the F-bomb, but I want my mom to listen to this. So, (laughs) still, as black folk. There are, still, there are things that we can do, and yet there are things that we need allies for to help us accomplish. There are folk out there who are not black that want to do more than just pander a holiday. They want to help us too. They recognize their privilege, and they want to get on the front lines with us and help us succeed. And I think that that is very vital. That is very vital for black people to have success in this country. But let let us not also forget that it is black folk who opened the door for civil rights and not just for black people, but for all minorities. If it had not been for black folk who had fought for civil rights and during the civil rights era, We wouldn't have gotten the Civil Rights Act. We wouldn't have gotten the Voting Rights Act. And people of different national origins would not have the same rights. There were laws in place that limited the the amount of immigrants that came to this country. And they limited them to white Europeans. Can you believe that? They actually limited them to just white Europeans. Well... Clearly, you can believe that. Let's—we're talking about the United States here. But if it's like you, if you weren't white and from Europe, you didn't have to worry. Like if you were from if you were white and from Europe, let me get my thoughts together. If you were white and from Europe, you did not have to worry about being a specific number to get into this country. But if you were from a different country, you—one of the countries in Africa, if you were Asian, if you're Indian. <laughs> Good luck. Now, this is back in the 1920s, obviously. But still, just the fact that there was a law in place for that. That was over 100 years ago. And granted, some people will say that that was so long ago. Listen, I still have a grandmother who's alive that lived through the 1930s. Let's not sugarcoat anything anymore, guys. Let's stop trying to paint the U.S. as this bright star in the sky that never had any sins or that was always perfect from start to finish. If more people would just sit and listen instead of trying to downplay or downgrade what black people have done for this country, we may be maybe a little closer to making sure that there is equity and equality for all. But instead, you have People who are adverse to change and people who really, really, really just can't stand to see people of color succeed, that they will do anything in their power to to make you look like less than what you are and to make you feel less than what you are. And then try to come up with an excuse. That they have the same rights and privileges as the next person, not knowing that they had access to those resources so that they could get to those opportunities much quicker, much faster than their black counterpart. It's the country we live in, guys. But this is why Juneteenth is important. Because black folk might have been freed from slavery. But there, it is still an ongoing struggle right now. There are still transportation issues within black communities. Black farmers are still being disadvantaged by their white counterparts. And then we can talk about corporate, corporate and corporations all day. About how many black CEOs are out there as opposed to their white counterparts. On an even much lesser scale, black women CEOs. Let's Let's go deeper than that. And it's so crazy and I got to I got to really give a big shout out to my black women because black women have done so much for this country and have gotten so little in return. It's sad. It is really 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 sad. Black women have literally put this country on their backs. And the US is comfortable letting them run with scoliosis. Hmm. In any case Well I've been going for about 40 minutes now So I think this is a good time To go ahead and end the episode Because I could rant about this all day I've got plenty more to rant about Just in life in general But I wanted to keep this episode kind of short Just so that It gives you the opportunity to listen without interruption. And I hope that you are hearing my voice. And I hope that you learn something. And if you already know what I'm talking about, then I hope that you share this with a neighbor who does not know. Because Juneteenth Freedom Day. Apparently is not celebrated by all. When it should be. And apparently some people keep asking, why is this a federal holiday? Well, maybe if you actually sat down and talked to a black person without putting those hate blinders on, maybe you might learn something. But no, no, people want to live in their ignorance. So with that in mind, if you run into a person who wants to learn more about the holiday and the traditions of black folk, don't be afraid to share them. Just Again, use nuance though because there are people out there who are ready to pander to the holiday without actually putting any significant effort into helping black communities succeed. So just keep that in mind. Let's look for allies who are willing to stand with us and lock arms with us so that way we can continue building up this community the black community at large so we can all continue to thrive and maybe it'll change and maybe it'll be little changes because we already know what this country was built off of and what the country was built on and what's built in to the constitution and laws of this country that doesn't mean that we can't fight for it our ancestors fought our Grandparents and parents fought. And unfortunately. And I I really hate that it has to come down to us. But we have to fight. And our kids and maybe their kids will probably have to do it too. It is a never ending struggle. But until we get. (coughs) Goodness gracious, I gotta, I gotta get this checked out, but still, until we get the rights and privileges that we deserve, until we can fully weed out systemic racism within this country, until we can fix our underserved communities, and until we can find a way to destroy the white supremacy system, it is going to be a continuous fight. Sad to say, that's, that's really what it is. But as long as we live in the U.S. of A., that's our reality. In any case, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you got a chance to participate in some Juneteenth activities or celebrations, regardless of where you are. If you're in Atlanta, if you're in New York, or if you're in Galveston, Texas, I really hope that you enjoyed your Juneteenth. I really hope that you got a chance to go out, touch some grass, and enjoy all the celebrations around I hope that you got the day off. And if you didn't, I hope that you're still out there celebrating one way or the other. So, with that in mind, quick shout out, of course, to my co-hosts, to Law, to Janasa, to Sappy, to Johnny. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all being a part of this podcast. We got a lot more stuff to do, man. We got a lot of music that we got to cover. And I'm looking forward to more opportunities with my crew. This is going to be an official episode. I'm not going to drop this as a bonus because even though it is a bonus episode, we might as well make it official because why? It's Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and do this rundown. I don't have any more uh, or new black business highlights or any new black content creators that I want to highlight, at least not yet. So I'll go ahead and I'll, you know, do what I have on the rundown. So again, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, the rundown is a list of podcasts, black content creators, black artists, and black businesses who have either supported this podcast or have been a part of this podcast in one way or another. So with that, we definitely got a shout-out to the gang Show go High and Inside the Mind of a blur. I am a part of those two podcasts, go High, the anime podcast, and, of course, it's it's really more of a geek podcast on top of that. But still, it's more anime-based, and Inside the Mind of a Blurred is all nerdum, 100% for black nerds. Uh, I am a part, again, of those two podcasts. Be sure that you check them out. Uh, be sure that you subscribe to the Patreon for Inside the Mind of a Blurred as well. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, also, shout-out to Mike Check, Waifu, Waifu, and... Worst Generation Podcast and Blanime Podcast. I'm a Patreon subscriber to all three. Please be sure that you subscribe to Mike Check Wife Wife's Patreon as well. And also become a Patreon subscriber to Worst Gen and Blanime. Worst, excuse me, Worst Gen and Blanime are also coincide and created the Anime After Dark community. So please, please be sure that you check out Anime After Dark CH on Twitter Spaces every Thursday at 8.30pm CST, 9.30pm EST. Shout out to the Truth and Transparency podcast with Brother X, the Culture Scientist, and Mr. Smith, the session with Jay and Trey, and shout out to Trey, who's about to get married this Friday. This is the wedding that I'm missing, guys, so imagine how agitated I am. Just imagine how agitated I am right now. But anyway, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to With Love, K-Renee. Please be sure that you check out that podcast, and also check out K-Renee's novellas under the pen name Sedona Rose, available on Amazon Kindle. It's So Real with Raquel and Onaji. Dad needs to talk with my boy Rob, the father of Vash animalitical which gets critical uh definitely shout out to huey who is a photographer out here i believe he's currently in nola right now as well uh just hanging around definitely check him out uh please and of course he does have a uh, uh what you call it uh, a podcast as well called Huey TC Podcast. Uh, shout out to Geek Set Podcast doing, you know, they thing over there talking to famous folk. Anime Junkies, Three Weaves in the podcast. And of course, check out the Black Anime Podcast Network. You can go to blackanimepodcast.com and check out the list of black anime podcasts available for your viewing and listening pleasure. To our black content creator, shout out to Aaron from Black Anime. Uh, shout out to Evan, Yo to the Good News for HBCU Anime. Uh, shout out to Erica with Sundary and her channel. Uh, of course, Cerberus Entertainment. Shout out to Chatted Poodle. Tatted Poodle, goodness gracious. Uh, the Geechee Gamer, shout out to my girl Q. Uh, Icarus Metro Comics, my boy Calvin, Studio Maho, Patton Yin. I believe they were just in London. So definitely shout out to them, man, doing big things. Uh, shout out to my boy Soul, a.k.a. Humble Southern Soul Brother. Of course, shout out to Hup-Taku. Uh Big shout out to Shelby, a.k.a. Simply Janine. And, uh, of course, her travel page, Roads Less Traveled. Also, be sure that you checked out Simply Baked. Because she's going to have them bank goods ready for you at DreamCon. Uh, shout out to Bl- a Strange Keith, who has idols to icons going. I uh, definitely got to talk more about that. I got to get Keith on this damn podcast. And, of course, shout out to Toasty Marshmallow. Uh, for our black artists, of course, NASA. Shout out to Scoozy, Jack Union, Phil.me, Ellis Quinn, RJ Stackhouse, my boy Quarter, Tyrone Leak Jr., Miss R Lachelle, Zach Hines, and Fortresses. Elena and my girls ain't nap And for black business shoutouts, let's do Artie Paint by Dre, Freshness Righteous Minds by Timo, KSS Brand by Christina, Korean Cosmetics by Naima, Mind Over Money by Mr. Tremaine, Studio Maho from Patton Yen, Daphne Benford Smith with Studio Maho and the Benford Smith Law Firm, Concept Moon, She Designs 2 with my girl Aaron, Black Magic and Lit Wands by my girl Lone T, H4 Creative from my girl Zenobia, Real Estate Stone by my girl Meredith, Soul by Bell Mama Mariah, and Coasters Barn and Grill here at Buckrow Beach. Be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast on your favorite digital streaming platform. Subscribe to our Patreon account. Again, subscribe to our Patreon account for early access to the podcast and bonus and video episodes of this podcast. You can subscribe at any of the four levels listed, whether it's 3 5 7 or $10. It doesn't matter. We still appreciate your support. The more you support, of course, the more access that you get to the bonus content. Goodness, you can follow our Facebook page at chaotic culture podcast. You can also follow us on IG at chaotic culture pod and follow us on Twitter at chaotic underscore culture. You can follow me, K the Pro, that's K3D the Pro, on all social media. You can follow Miss Nasa at underscore call me Nasa on all social media. You can follow Law on IG at L.JR underscore 96 and on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. You can follow Sappy at scraps 14 on all social media and you can follow Johnny at Jaylee on all social media and TikTok. And you can also follow him at twitch.com or twitch.tv forward slash Jaylee one. This has been another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Until next time, folks, remember embrace the culture, chaos rules. Please have a wonderful and safe Juneteenth. And if you're celebrating all week, again, just please be safe while you're out celebrating because you know how fools get. Be blessed, be safe. God is love. Two up, two down. Look, it's chaos in these streets let's talk about it please let's hold some conversation you see where i'm coming from yes it's so amazing go on here get comfortable you can grab a seat take a load off your feet yeah welcome to the table we don't tell no lies over here this ain't no fable we just live our lives over here we ain't no angels we just shine our light over here we got the power uh. we just showing love over here Everybody needs some, yeah. And we don't need a reason. Everybody needs some. And we don't need a reason, cuz.